the digital space of the internet that we have created as a reflection of our subconscious minds in the physical world. So we've got a really cool episode today. I got to interview my friend Kyla Walters. She's a really awesome person who I have been getting to know over the last year or so as we've done some different events together. Um, we we end up, we keep running into each other and it's really nice. Uh, I'm glad that we, we ran into each other the other weekend and sort of reconnected and uh, she came into my mind as a person that would be cool to have on the podcast. So I'm glad that we made it happen. And before we get into that, I want to make some announcements, uh, things that Kyla is doing. She is putting together the Poetry Affair on June 11th. That is from 6 to 9 at the Healing Hands Spa. I will be there running sound, so come hang out with us. She is putting on the Network and Chill. That is July, no, June, uh, June 15th, 6.30 to 9.30 at the BIPOCA Incubator and Gallery. Uh, I haven't been there before, but it sounds really cool. So she's got those events coming up. And you can check out her page, Soul High Studios, that has her events and her handicrafts that she makes herself, if you're interested in that. Uh, stuff I've got going on, June 3rd, my band The Dead Man's Dance is playing a show at Porch Fest. We're actually playing live, so come check us out. It's going to be a lot of fun. We did that last year, so we're looking forward to this year again. And then the day after that, June 4th, down at Promenade Park, we've got an ecstatic dance happening. Uh, that starts at 6.30. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, come down and dance with us on the park. It's going to be really sweet. And then June 10th, the next weekend, that's a Saturday morning, I'll be at the Bar Street Farmer's Market. And then the day after that is that poetry affair that I'll be doing with Kyla out at the Healing Hands Spa. So sit back relax and enjoy this conversation with the wonderful and uplifting Miss Kyla Walters. Kyla Walters, yes. welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, this is this is exciting. Uh, you're the first person I'm interviewing, like in the studio, which is my living room. Okay, right. right. <laughs> and the the other ones I've done like on site. So this is a bit of an experiment that for is so me. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You like doing them on site? Uh, yeah, yeah. I the we were talking about the other episodes before we started recording and it's been really cool to like go into people's spaces and like 
like be invited in um like you know a, a vampire has to be invited in before yeah. they can go inside yeah, kind that's, of thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how i felt coming here i was like i feel honored to even be in your space yeah. so yeah no i do thank you yeah um yeah and it's it's cool to have you so uh we're on the last episode, if anyone listened, I mentioned the poetry affair that's coming up, and you're running that. I was actually wanting to get you on before then, and I had another person scheduled to be here right now, but he missed his flight out of Sedona, uh, so he couldn't be here. And so the universe allowed for you to get here so this episode can come out before... The Poetry Affair, um, which I want to hear about in a little bit, but I like to start by, like, just finding out where, uh, where, where you come from. Like, I, we met about, we met last summer, right? At the Poetry Affair, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So that was cool. Oh, where I'm from? Yeah, yeah, and... (laughs) Yeah. I'm from here, so I had to think about that. I'm from here, Fort Wayne, Indiana, born and raised. Cool. My family is from Kentucky, Tennessee, okay. kind of somewhere down there, you know. Other than that, I don't really know like about, <laughs> about where my family comes from or anything. Okay, neat. And then, so you were you were born in Fort Wayne, and, like, you... I know you do a lot of, like events and stuff that's like you're always doing stuff uh so how did you get into like like doing artistic events like throwing stuff and you perform as well you're a singer right yes so i started off performing i last year my um friend took me to this event and this lady kelly hill hicks she puts on a lot of the shows around oh, yeah. town. have you seen her I, I met her once yeah yes yeah. she's everywhere she's like she is my inspiration so she started hosting events and some of her events were the first one was a business brunch and had the panel that's why i started hosting panels different things and i learned from that and she put me on a stage i didn't think i would ever really be a performer seriously and so since then i've just been on the stage i started hosting events because i want to host healing events so i'm all about opening up those heart chats having those good conversations with each other and i just like to have fun i just want to have but good clean fun with good energy around me mm-hmm. that's my whole entire goal yeah so everybody's got to get home mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah. yes yeah, yeah. Yes. Let's enjoy our time. I want to feel fulfilled when I go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Because I have my son, and I have my career. I have a lot of things that take up my time. So if I leave away from those things to get fulfilled, you know, I want to make sure it's worth it. So Mm -hmm. that's why I start hosting events. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Like, I think that's something that people want more of. Like, the... The old model of, like, the self-destructive artist I'm hoping is running its course. Like, I mean, I poster shot of that is Kurt Cobain, and God, I love him, but, like, how, how amazing would it be if he was still here? Like, mm-hmm. and so I, I really appreciate that people are trying to do do things in a way that everybody can get home like yeah. like if if you die on the way home you can't come to the next show and yeah, like that's exactly. a bummer man do you hear me and it's stuff <laughs> like that that made me 
just realized certain things weren't for me and I just want to be different. Somebody has to do it. Yeah. Somebody yeah. has to. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. That's what I'm here for. I just love connecting with people. I realized that we need a village. We need each other. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just always finding ways to connect each other. Yeah. Yeah. Community is like super important. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so the poetry affair last year is where we met. That was that the first one of those. Yeah. So that was the first one ever. That was kind of like my first actual event that I had hosted ever. Also, oh, cool. so I was all over the place. It was so crazy. I felt I felt like it was a hot mess, but everybody was like, "Hey, it was so cool." That's why I have the second one this year. I just decided to do it once a year. I've had so many people reach out since that event, and so I just. Here I am. And last year went amazing. It went so much better than I expected. I only had seven people in the lineup and then ended up the whole crowd ended up sharing, except for like a couple people. Yeah. So that's what I wanted. I wanted people to feel comfortable to come up, share their story, start their healing journey, and just connect with others that have similar trauma. Yeah. And how did, like, like what was the, the inspiration? Like, I... I want, like, you don't just, maybe you did just wake up one day and, like, I'm going to put on a poetry show. Yeah, poetry show. Fair. That's exactly um, what it is. And if you did, like, how did how did you get from waking up one day with the idea to, like, may, being there day of when, like, there was, like, some rain coming down? Oh, my goodness. I almost ended up being... going to cancel it. I was this... <laughs> close it started raining i didn't feel well because i had my first soul rich jam session the night before and that was those two were the first events i ever hosted ever ever and they were huge events so for me i was just exhausted so i didn't think it was gonna happen but me and ashley g we started hosting events for women and children once a month so we could connect with our community and give moms a break and then our events kind of just We just did whatever we wanted to do. We were just like, you know what? Poetry is huge. We don't see enough of it. So let's do a poetry event. We couldn't figure out a name for it. So we just sat on the, we sat on it for a while. Yeah. Then the word affair came up and we're just like, ooh, that sounds kind of, you know, fancy, sleek, comfy (laughs) type of thing. So the poetry affair happened and here we are. Mm -hmm. It just spiraled. Nice. Yeah, that's something I see happening in Fort Wayne at least right now a lot like in our arts community like things are just catalyzing like and I th- I th- I'm sure it's because people are getting up and putting putting the work in and like getting involved like it takes a community to make this stuff happen it does and i think everybody's getting inspired from everybody it seems like it's so impossible i mean a year ago i told someone i was going to host an event and she hosts events around the city and she was like with who and i said me and she said and who and i said me she said oh and she just laughed at me and i'm just like dang what does that mean like since i'm not a big name or something i can't host an event and that kind of discouraged me and it seems like it it takes a lot which it really does take a lot to put on a good event Mm -hmm. and i just didn't think i could do it but then i just did it and it it literally opportunities fell in my lap because i wanted to do it that bad but i was that scared type Mm -hmm. of thing Mm -hmm. and so since then i think Everybody, even before that, there were a lot of people just coming out of nowhere, hosting events. And I love that for us because people are getting bold. You should move on your ideas. We're all different. We all have different ideas to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. We need that, especially here in Fort Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. And something like that has bummed me out about the scene 
over the last like decade, two decades, like that I've been around. Like I started, I started doing theater in like fifth grade, okay. so that was like almost twenty years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and something I've noticed from like doing theater and like being in a band and like now being in the dance community, um, like there are all and like the yoga community there are all these different groups of people that are doing cool stuff but there wasn't a lot of crossover Mm -hmm. like i'm a person that likes to get into a lot of different things and so i'd like go to theater and like go to shows at the rail and like then go to yoga at prana and i would for a while, I wasn't seeing any of the same people mm-hmm. in yeah, those places. True. Like, it was true. completely segregated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is such a bummer because I could see how their, like, these community communities could benefit each other and lift each other up. And now I'm starting to see that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm seeing people from from the rail coming into the health food shop and like coming to dances and then like yoga classes yeah yeah i'm like oh cool it's it's starting to happen and it's it's because of people like you and like the things that you're doing that are like creating these bridges that these bridges between these islands of cool people great seriously that's such a brilliant way to put it because i was just thinking about that today i was thinking about how at the poetry fair i just want all different types of people from all different backgrounds and ideas of art to be here and you just put my ideas in words but yes we need to end the segregation between these cool groups yeah because they're all cool like i went to a show and they had a fire show they had a dance show they had a skating show all inside the one show inside it was crazy so i think we need more stuff like that i was at this other show where there was yoga and then we had like a dance party and then we had a meditation session to learn how to get become one with yourself Mm. and that's how we ended it and i was just like wow we need stuff like this yeah i felt so fulfilled and uplifted after that type of stuff yeah yeah and it's so cool that you're getting that fulfillment and upliftment from like community experiences Mm -hmm. like and that's really where those feelings are most easily acquired Mm -hmm. um, in my experience like a bike ride for me on a beautiful afternoon like this is amazing but it's a hell of a lot better with a couple friends even if i don't go as far or see as much as i wanted to see like Doing it with other people is always just so much more rewarding. It really is. It really... And that's why healing is important to do with others. We think... Isolation is a big key, but it's how you isolate yourself. And your community can do something for you that you can't necessarily do for yourself as much. Because they can really constructively criticize you when you just truly don't understand what you're doing to self-sabotage they can see that for you and they can kind of let you know well maybe try this or maybe right here they could be examples for you a lot of my people are mentors to me so i'm always just 
how are you doing this type of thing. My community has gotten me this far, honestly, mm. because there was a while where I was stagnant. And then I started, I found that event. Kelly put on an event. We were crying for three hours at the event. And I was just like, I can't believe stuff like this exists. People like this exist. You can just connect with people. Like when you first meet them, that's real. Yeah. So that's why I just, what? I was like, hold on. I can create something like this. Hmm. Yep. Here we are. We're yeah. doing it now. Yeah. And like, that's okay that like like for before we recorded i was talking to you about like my motivation for this podcast my like personal selfish motivation of just Mm -hmm. wanting to talk to people and in a way that like is good for me and that like i find most rewarding and like i've been listening to flea's podcast lately he plays bass for the red hot chili peppers Um, and i i love him uh to pieces and he's an amazing musician and he was talking about um like I've, I've lost my train of thought, but like <laughs> the the aspect. It yeah. Oh man, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I know we all have like three ideas inside of one idea, yeah. and you want to get them all out. Yeah, but like uh, I'll I'll remember it in a little bit. But I know I wanted to ask you, like, what, and perhaps in just the context of these events, like, what does healing mean to you? Because like. Being in the yoga community, I've seen like where it's where it cannot be authentic and like a person like comes like wants to be a healing practitioner like for truly selfish gain and like 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 you know people get done dirty like there's there's false teachers Mm -hmm. and like unfortunately predatory individuals wherever you go like yeah. i don't think there's every any... industry anything yeah every corner yeah 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 and so like the term healing has kind it's it's a broad thing like a broad idea and yeah. has a lot of connotations and you like for me sometimes i get like oh like oh you're a healer Oh, sure. Great. Like, you watched a couple YouTube videos and did some massages on your friend, and now you're a healer. Like, fucking great. I feel like we're (laughs) all healers. Okay, yeah, so I'll I'll stop and start there, because that's good. Yeah, we're all healers, but I can see where... You know how just, like, priests and preachers have a bad name town. Like, oh, you're a priest. And you kind of get that negative connotation. You know what I'm saying? Stereotyping type of thing because mm. of the the repertoire that they've gotten. Because of the people out here doing stuff like that to give it a bad name. As far as the healing goes. Yeah. But Or being called a healer. Um, but for me, I feel like healing is different for everyone. But I know for a fact there's pillars inside of healing. And I feel like one of those pillars is talking about it and releasing that. Because... <laughs> trauma can literally get trapped in your body and create health issues that doctors will tell you there's no root they can't tell there's they don't know what to do Mm. and that's where stress and trauma everything getting trapped so that's why poetry you get to talk about it come share your piece almost everybody Mm. on the planet has written poetry i had this one girl just get up there and read her diary and she had people in the crowd crying so it's stuff like that that we need to talk about it and being able to talk to people who probably have experienced similar trauma and a lot of those people connected afterwards too and that's really what i wanted maybe we can help each other on the journey yeah yeah communication yeah communication is key yeah yeah 
talking about it, opening up, and just people love to share about themselves. If you really think about it, we all love to share a little bit about ourselves. Maybe they've been oppressed their whole life. They haven't got to use their voice. That's why I'd like to give people a platform. Come up here and talk about it if you want to. It's a barrier. I know after I did it for the first time, I felt so empowered because I wasn't afraid to use my voice. And it empowered me a lot. So I just love to empower people, push people out there. Yeah. Yeah, and like... Uh, with us both being singers, we know about the <laughs> healing power of using the voice. Yeah. Like, but it's 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 legit. Like, I it mean, is. even just on a physical level, the act of vocalizing raises oxygenation, like raises the oxygen levels of the blood and brings like the life giving chemical like that we need like like oxygenation levels raise in the brain just by talking. like talking and singing like it forces you to breathe yeah and then like if for like you when you're not talking and you get uh, not you me when i <laughs> yeah. get trapped in my brain and get locked into like silence i f- get disconnected from my breath and yeah getting up and reading poetry you get to the end of a sentence and you can't hold your breath in anxiety because you've got another sentence to read you have to breathe <laughs> that is so, so that's yeah, such a good way yeah, to look at it yeah that's I never cool would have thought that because that's so true because even just on my way here i was in my head and it started making me feel heavy or dizzy almost so but i, w- I was barely breathing because i was I guess in my thoughts about stress mm-hmm. and just sitting here talking, I'm already feeling lighter and it's, that's insane. Yeah. I learn something new yeah. every day. Yeah. So yeah. I guess, look, it is really healing. I find myself even humming sometimes because I feel a certain way now just humming out and mm-hmm. it will feel so great. But yeah. your voice is a true instrument. <laughs> yeah, that's it is. Cool. It is. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe even teaching people that because I found that at the events because I host the network and chill too. So that's mainly about your resources in the city of Fort Wayne and also helping each other get to the top and then learning. I found that even through the poetry fair, me being able to give little bits and pieces in between people sharing, people are learning a lot and they feel like it's a lot to me it's just something that i live with now because i was exposed to it you know what i'm saying yeah i'm I'm realizing that i'm really subconsciously exposing people to new things and things that they need Mm -hmm. and so i love like what you just told me i love doing that for people people appreciate that yeah yeah and and it's great to see like people appreciating that yes like i'm glad to hear that you're receiving that back Mm-hmm. from the audience from like people who are coming to your events yeah that's something i got uh last weekend at ambrosia i was talking to a friend who comes to the ecstatic dances and i was like hey i i asked him what's it like out in on the dance floor like when when i'm doing the music because i can like it takes a lot of focus for me to like make sure all the sound is coming out. Like I'm starting to do more live instrumentation. So I got to focus on my play, make sure I'm hitting the right notes and I can get in my bubble up there in in the sound booth. And I, I, I have a great time. Like it's super fulfilling for me, like musically and personally, 
but I don't know. I didn't know what it was like for the people out there. So I was like, hey, dude, is it like connecting? And he was like, oh, yeah. And he like shared with me the the experience that he's had out there and I'm like oh cool it's we're we're getting to the same place good like we're his experience is different from mine because we're like coming we're in different places and have different perspectives of course mm-hmm. everyone's an individual and like heals in their own way like you were saying but we're like he at least for he and I we're getting to the same place. Yeah. Um, Because you're sharing your actual... I see it as you're on the other side, he's on the other side. You guys are both on one side. You're sharing your actual soul with these people by putting that into your music, and you're putting that there, and they're feeling that in their soul. So it's always an exchange of energy. So the more energy you're putting into that, the more that they're feeling. And for him to be able to have an entire experience, I mean, that's a healing event right there. That's healing just by dancing. Ashley's told me all about those events, how healed and how uplifted and released she's felt just from moving her body because there's healing and movement all of these different things go together for healing mind body and soul Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah 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 absolutely i'm glad to hear that other people are getting that as well yeah the, the the beatles paul mccartney said in the end the love you take is equal to the love you make um, and it's like you, you get out what you put in. Exactly. That's like, and, and as I'm putting effort into like the, my like Pumas, my project that's for the dances mostly. Um, and like this, like before you came over, like I, I slept in and then like was like, okay, I got to get up and get my place cleaned up and ready. And like it, 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 it gives me like these projects are giving me motivation to like get my shit together yeah and in a, a yes. positive way and like I'm I'm personally grateful that people are responding to these things that I'm putting energy into because like it feels like it can be discouraging you know yeah. when when people don't respond to it like I really like I've had that experience of like people not responding to the things I put out there, and like I'm sh- I have a hand in that. I know uh, it's my creation. I'm ultimately responsible for it. But like when people do just organically respond to all the hard work I'm putting in, and I can see that the love you take is equal to the love you make. Like it's so it's inspiring and uplifting yes. for me personally, and I'm like grateful from my position that like people are are showing up amen we're here to show up for each other and i always at first i used to get discouraged a lot because i did host an event where nobody showed up and i was just like oh my god i'm done (laughs) that's it but i realized i would watch my son sit for hours sometimes even days to figure out one tiny thing and he always did it so I think cool. they always say get back to your inner child and the inner child is the person that has no limits no if that doesn't work out that doesn't mean anything they just learn from mm-hmm. it you know so I feel like I would get discouraged too but now I always tell myself your tribe is out there as soon as you start showing up as you your people are gonna 
come flocking to you. Because if you've noticed, every level you are in in life, you meet people that are on that level. You attract an abundance of those people. Mm-hmm. You still meet people on different levels and because, you know, it's just life. But mm-hmm. you attract a lot of the same similar frequency people vibrating, mm-hmm. if that made mm-hmm. any sense. I feel like yeah. all my words flew together. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that, I totally get what you're saying. Like, in, in Buddhism, there's this idea of, like, uh, paying paying homage and respect to those who are further along the path um, and, like, offering help to those who are not as far along the path mm-hmm. and, like, and then the people who are, like, at the same place as the path. I can't remember what you're supposed to do with them. Yeah. I guess just practice. That's so um, cool. And it's in, in that idea of, like, people who are further along and not as far along, it's not, like... A better or worse thing. Yeah. It's not like the pe- the teachers who are further along are better than me, or that I'm better than the people who are not as far along. Who like I'm teaching. We're all on the same path, mm-hmm. and the people who are ahead of me can teach me things and are more likely to teach me things if I show them a little respect. Right, mentors, yes. And the people who are not as far along the path are much more likely to, like, be inspired by me if I'm able to show them some compassion. You can learn from them as well. Yeah. And then once you... I think the true test is when you're ascending and then you see someone who's who's literally you right before you just ascended those levels type of thing. So you're looking at a direct mirror of yourself. We're all mirrors of each other. Yeah. But you're looking at the direct mirror of yourself. So you, I think that's the proof and the confirmation that you fully ascended. For you to be mm-hmm. completely self-aware to understand that you were that person and now you're not that person anymore type of thing. Yeah. And like you said, it's not who's better or it's you're better because you're further. I see it as... Maybe you've been a doctor for 10 years. I've been a doctor for two years. So naturally, you know a little bit more. But that has nothing to do with our souls. And our souls, I'm a better soul or you're a better soul. It's just you know a little bit more in the area type of thing. So that's how I always feel. And people do take it wrong when they say, oh, you're not on my level. It's not like that. It's We're all learning from each other Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Even if we're not on the same level, I'm still learning from you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like... In my early 20s and still through now, a lot of lessons I learned from, like, watching others, Mm -hmm. honestly, were, like, what not to do. Exactly. It's like, oh, okay, that fucked you up. I ain't going to do that. Yes. I better not do that. Sometimes you need to see that. Yeah. You have to see that. Yeah. And, like, and then paying gratitude to that person for making that mistake for me. (laughs) For the fact that you were able to witness. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how I feel about a lot of stuff in my life. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. I got to see someone else or that happen. Not that I wanted you to go through it, but I'm happy I I can understand. It's kind of like with when you have a kid. If you actually got to experience having a child, then you have the choice of having a kid. It would be a little bit different type of thing. So if you get to witness what it's like, you might make a different decision. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate, I always appreciate stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that childlike mind, like, getting back to that and, like, tying that into what we were just talking about, like, when I was a kid and I would meet, like, quote-unquote famous people, like, like there's one, one 
situation in mind particularly where like I was in fourth grade and my mom took me to see the band Godsmack at the Embassy Theater here in Fort Wayne. They're like a like hardcore like kind of metal band from like the late nineties. I still rock out to their music. It okay. still is it still hits hard and is amazing. And we like hung out uh, like by the tour bus after the show and I got to meet the like front guy like Soli Erna is his name and little fourth grade me had, like my mom is like freaking out more than I was honestly like and I'm like oh yeah you were just up there on stage playing that was pretty cool dude like thanks for coming to town and playing the show right. and like little me didn't like, like my childlike mind didn't see him as being better than me for being up on the stage. Exactly. It was like, like we were just two. Thanks for sharing your talent. Yeah, and yeah. we were just like two dudes hanging out on the street, and my mom wanted to take a picture of us. Right. And like I, I try to hold on to that idea, and like that idea that I shared about like those further along and not as far along the path. Like when I first heard that, like really rubbed me, because mm -hmm. I was like, hold on, nobody's better or worse exactly. than anyone out here. Like I don't believe that. I don't believe that I'm better than anyone. I don't believe that I'm be I'm worse than anyone like on a soul level like actions are a different thing like love the person approve the action but like that idea of like meeting on the soul plane and that we're all equal there right. and like when when I'm able to get past the bullshit that keeps me from getting to that soul plane where I can meet another person eye to eye like when I can get past that, it's like it's just uh, it's always beautiful. It is. Yeah. It is. There's no expectation. This man kept telling me yeah, I think too much, and I was just thinking, how do I think too much? <laughs> I'm trying to think about what do you what are you trying to see me do? You know? and he was just like, you. We all have our gut and our intuition. We've just been, America has officially just oppressed it inside of us. And we think with our mind, your mind is just a computer. It spits things out based on what you say, what you see, what you experience. And it's trying to make sense of everything. But your gut, it doesn't lie. It's the first brain. It's the first yeah. feeling you have in your whole body. He said, you got to stop thinking. You got to start going with your gut for everything. And he said, and it will get stronger and stronger. And every tiny thing you do, you'll just know. And so... I lost my train of thought too. But <laughs> that's cool though. Yes. Like the, <laughs> I've heard that <laughs> I've heard that there are more like nerve endings in our gut than there are in the brain. Like there's like more like our nervous system is more centrally located in our digestive system than it is in like the computer that yeah. we identify ourselves as because our gut car. is doing more also that's why i think they put a lot of the stuff in the food it's because mm -hmm. you go straight to your gut your first yeah. brain yeah. they try to oppress that yeah and your yeah. gut is a brain except for it's also digesting your brain is thinking it's not also yeah. performing an act, a physical act of digesting something or breaking yeah. something down type of thing. So, yeah, your intuition doesn't lie ever. That's a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah. And like when I override my intuition, it always goes wrong. <laughs> you know, and then it's crazy because when you're about to override it, 
you're like, oh, I know what's about to happen next type of thing. Uh-huh. And you uh-huh. already know. And that's why now I just tell people when they tell me stuff and they're like, I think I'm just going to do it anyway. And I just look at them. I'm like, you know exactly what's going to happen. And I'm going to uh-huh. I'm going to be if uh-huh. I have to tell you, I'll tell you. But we both know how this yeah. is going to end. OK, so just like make the decision based off the fact that you actually do know, not the fact that you don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> So I had to learn about that. We we really don't. (laughs) Yeah, there's so much we don't know. Um, Yeah. That's why all you can do is go by your gut. I didn't realize how much I didn't know until I had a kid. I'm like, dang, I really don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, definitely. Like, like I don't have any children of my own, but I teach music to like little kids, like like three, four year olds to like uh, eight year olds, and like a couple like young teens, um, and like the real little kids. Mm-hmm. Man, they have been my biggest teachers in patience, like. When I like, yeah, like being in a room of five small children, and that room is full of noise making objects, mm-hmm. and all they want to do is go smack them. Yeah, even smack if they're not, anything. even if they're not supposed to smack that thing to make noise, like yeah. that's not how you do. That's not how you play guitar. And like, yeah, and I've had to like really, really watch myself when I like see anger coming up, and I want to mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, don't touch those drums!" And I'm like, "No, no, 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 you." <laughs> that like, I, and I was I was talking to Grace Cook because she's working there at yep. the same place as me now, and I was talking about how like I I see my position as like teaching these kids music like i'm creating their first memories of music, music. Yes. and like if i get into anger and i let that become what is guiding me then like i'm creating a memory in them that like music is a thing that's going to get someone mad at them mm-hmm. and oh Man, that's a like, big responsibility when you yeah, think about it. Yeah, and, and and I'm glad I can see that and like, ooh, have to see, be patient. You're aware. That's you <laughs> learning in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. the peak of your self awareness for you to be able to do something and instantly you've already changed because you just knew that what yeah. you want to do something better. You want to be different yeah. from that instant that you've just shown. So I love that for you. Yeah, and it is hard, but it ultimately. The level of patience you reach. When I tell you I can sleep through anything, uh-huh. I, what? <laughs> I can go to sleep right now and anything is going on. And I just, it <laughs> teaches you how to divide and conquer by yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're dividing your attention, figuring out how to yeah. get them all together, get them calm. Yeah, yeah. It's going to yeah. get you where you need to be. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to be able to do that with the big groups of people because... That's how I oh. felt after working at a daycare. Uh-huh. I feel like I could do anything. Oh man, doing it doing it with adults is a breeze. It's <laughs> so easy. It's so easy. Like not all the time. <laughs> not all the you time. You know we don't like to read stuff. 
<laughs> yeah. Come on now. Yeah, we we did a, a drum like rhythm workshop before the last dance, and a good amount of people showed up. It was awesome, and so I mean there were like maybe twenty people in this circle, and I did with this group of adults. Uh, a, a rhythm exercise I do with the kids. We did pizza beats. And so you do okay. cheese, cheese, sausage, sausage, pepperoni, pepperoni, anchovies, anchovies, sausage, sausage, cheese. And that's just whole notes, half notes, quarter notes, triplets using pizza toppings. And that's I did that. Brilliant. Yeah, it, it, it's, it really is. I can't take credit for that. That actually is trademarked by the School of Rock. Okay, uh, so gotcha. credit to yeah. them. I like that. <laughs> Please don't sue me. <laughs> but I, I did use that uh, in my own personal work. I apologize to Sam Dresser at the School of Rock. <laughs> they, they, pay, they, pay my, they pay me and I appreciate him for it. Uh, but it was amazing doing this thing with adults that I learned to do with kids mm -hmm. and like the adults were like oh i get it now because we're all kids yeah at the yeah. end of the day yeah. we are all still growing and learning and that's all that a kid is a yeah. kid is not a lesser person or thing or consideration to us they are just growing and evolving and they have different things to grow and evolve too because mm -hmm. there's children my son knows things that i don't know about the spirit realm i know things about america and english and writing and stuff that he doesn't know we're just swapping information yeah so they're not a lesser they're just growing evolving we're all kids yeah we're all yeah. learning yeah yeah i'm glad that we touched on that yeah because that childlike mind mm -hmm. is so important and it's been a thing that has that has really helped me in the last like year so like getting in yes. touch with my inner child and like remaining young yeah realizing yeah. that everything is a thing mm -hmm, it's not mm -hmm. even necessary we're in the matrix necessarily <laughs> the matrix so necessarily all of these things don't exist in a form so it's yeah. the kids like they don't see a table they see a thing that they could that will take them off the ground yeah you know yeah, what i'm saying so yeah. it's all about perception yeah 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 that feels good when it hits good you're like mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so kyla when's the next poetry affair june 11th 5 30 mm -hmm. doors open the show starts at six six to nine at the healing hand spa on covington road mm -hmm. it's going to be such a blast if mm -hmm. you want to just be around i'm trying to work in maybe we could do some painting there might be like a painting oh. section also yeah like you said we're, i'm trying to incorporate all these different things and i know it's kind of a longer event but it's you know, whoever stays, stays. And I want everyone to enjoy. We'll have food for roasting, the fire pits. We got some local vendors. Oh, my gosh. I've been hand-picking these vendors. So it's going to be so much awesome. fun. Awesome. Oh, I'm so excited to yeah. make sure everyone comes yeah. out. Yeah, and I'll be there doing sound, um, hopefully playing some songs. Yes. Uh, it was a lot of fun. On the guitar? Yeah, yeah. Yes, we need old, that. Fiddle, get fiddle. Grace will it. be there. She'll be there with okay. her guitar. I want her to do a song. We'll have yeah. some spoken word tunes. So I kind of, I don't know if I coined it. I feel like I did. You know how you create something and you think you made it, but it's already been a thing? Maybe not. So I made a spoken word tunes. So mm -hmm. I do my spoken word and I perform it and then it ends in like a small song type of thing. Yeah. But they kind of oh, cool. Yeah, they co they coincide. They yeah. go together. Yeah. So you definitely didn't invent that. 
But <laughs> See? Yeah, there's there's a band I really like. Uh, they're called The World is a Beautiful Place and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die. That's the whole band name. Um, yeah, I and see yeah, they're they're like an emo rock band um, from Pennsylvania, and they they've done some of that like spoken word stuff mm-hmm. in some of their albums. Uh, I'll share it see, with you. I, I don't that. I don't know if it'd be quite your cup of tea like stylistically, but mm-hmm. like at the very least, it give you some inspiration and like show you what could be done in that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Have you ever listened to Mel Shanty too, uh, or uh, Landro? Uh, Landro, they do the same uh, thing. So that's why I I knew I didn't make it up. But I was like, okay. Uh But yeah, they do the same thing. They put poetry in their music. And it's just so, it really keeps your attention Mm -hmm. when you create a song. And the song is just so, throughout the whole thing, you don't know what's going to happen. That's Mm -hmm. why I love to write my music. My high vibrational music is the whole song. I don't you're not going to know what's going to come next. You're not going to be able to sing the next part. You don't know what's happening. So. And uh, can people find your music anywhere? Not yet. So I'm okay, still working cool. on that being mixed and mastered. Cool. cool. But it will be out soon. You can awesome. find me on all platforms, Kyla J or Kyla Walters. Cool. And I'm just all over the place with my business, Soul High Studios. I make cool. aromatherapy products. So sweet. we'll be at the Poetry Fair too. Sweet. Sweet. I got to get some of that stuff from you. Yeah. Need a, yeah. need a car freshener. Everyone needs oh, one. Yeah. It really I uplifts do. you when you're driving around. And now that it's summer, it's going to bake in your car. Mm-hmm. It's going to last mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, my Bob Ross uh, air freshener is running out of scent. So You have a Bob Ross air freshener? I do. I, do. <laughs> I saw that this? and was like, I got to get that. <laughs> no, seriously, stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Cool. But anywhere, anywhere else people can find you? Anything else you want to plug before we wrap this up? Just keep growing and glowing, guys. We're all here going through the changes, trying to live our best life, just growing. And make sure you come out in the city of Fort Wayne to the Network and Chill every third Thursday. So if you're an artist, entrepreneur, you want to learn, we have business panels, entrepreneur nights. This month is all things open mic. So I would love for you to come and sing if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all things. Literally, if you just want to do a show and tell, if you want to show your business, if you want to sell some products up there, you get five minutes on stage. So you can do whatever you want to do. Sweet, sweet. That's really it, guys. I just awesome. I, I, just follow me because I'm always doing stuff. I don't know. Tomorrow I might do a balloon race. Like I don't know. No, <laughs> the sky is the freaking limit. <laughs> Heck yeah! Heck yeah! Lots of potential yeah. out here. I, I'm excited to be feeling the potential in the air again. Because yeah, like yes. like you said earlier, I I had several years where I felt just very stagnant mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I don't, it was partly the pandemic but even like before the pandemic I like just was not feeling like the creative juices flowing and again it was partly me like I was waiting around for opportunities to arise that and thing. that and not too many came and so I realized I had to start making the opportunities myself and you are an opportunity yeah 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 think yeah it's ever everybody yes we are um and i i I, honestly i think the pandemic kind of kick-started me Mm -hmm. like i think it was good for me in like a creative sense like 
it brought the the reality of like the shortness of life back into like very close to me and like how fortunate we are to live in a society where we can go out and put on shows and hang out with people like last night I was at Buskerfest watching Pyroscope Dude, perform and like that's so cool there was probably over a hundred people circled around them and like I I looked around at one point and just felt huge gratitude that we're even able to do this. Mm-hmm. Like it's so just so fucking cool. Man, that that humans have these amazing skills and talents and ideas and we can share them with mm-hmm. each other. Right. And like like and be amazed at one another. I love that. Yeah, yeah, and like the the like getting to Getting to the show is something I've been thinking a lot about and how, like, you got you got to do the daily. You got to do the dishes and put food in your mouth to get to the show. And, like, I if you... That. And part of, like, being healthy, for me, a sign that I'm not healthy is if I don't get to the show. It's, wow. Yeah, that's a good way to put that. Yeah. When you really think about it. Get to the show. I like that. Yeah. And, like, if I'm not healthy, don't push myself to get to the show either. Like, got to have some healthy boundaries out here. Exactly. Boundaries. Yeah. With hosting, me doing event hosting and emceeing and singing and booking, all these different things that I love, I have to have boundaries. I have to be able to say no. I have to be able to be on my own schedule. That's why I just don't work a job now because I have to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And this one man told me, he said, at the end of the day, humans are supreme currency. You are supreme currency. So if you're not taking care of yourself and treating yourself like the motor that you are, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to have a great life and feel great. So if it's you or the job, it's always you. Mm -hmm. If it's you or this other experience, it's always you, you know? Mm -hmm. So now I choose me. Nice. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be putting putting yourself first. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Kyla, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Miss Kyla Walters. It's been a pleasure having you. I'm glad the <laughs> kind of glad my friend missed his flight so that this could happen. <laughs> uh yeah. He he's gonna he'll be the next guest. Um yes. Aaron. Aaron Memner, Memner. I can't remember how to say his last name right now. Um, but he's yeah, he's moving to Sedona and has been a big part of the ecstatic dances for the last couple months. That's um, cool. So I'm looking forward to having him. I'm coming. Show. When is the next yeah. one? Oh yeah, thank you. Next one is June 4th at Promenade Park downtown. We're 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 collaborating with the uh, Dance Promenade Group, and it's going to be a free event. Um, anybody is welcome to come. Uh, we will have a photographer there doing photos and video for like media for Tulip Tree, but there will be like a non-photographer area so if people don't want to be in the pictures we'll have that area sanctioned that off is so um, and the park is big so if you want to go down and hang out by the waterfront and just like listen to the music while watching the, the sunset over the river honestly I'm kind of jealous because I'll be busy what? playing um, and I won't be able to do that so what I honest, time is it? Uh, it'll, we're going to start the somatic release workshop led by Julia at 6.30 and then the dance will start at 7. That's so perfect. It's right after the Sassy Vegan event. Oh, nice. Yes! Oh my 
gosh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so lots of stuff happening. There will be links to uh, your stuff in the show notes below, so people check those out. Yes. Um, and, yeah, come out to a show. Yeah. Be a part of the community. We're all growing and glowing. We might as well join the network. <laughs> growing and glowing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. Sounds great. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks to Kyla for coming onto the show and being such an awesome guest. Once again, check out her page, Soul High Studios, for her events and the awesome stuff that she makes. Come out to the Poetry Affair on June 11th. Come out to the Network and Chill on June 15th uh, to support her and her events. And uh, for me and my stuff, June 3rd, Dead Man's Dance at Porch Fest. June 4th, Ecstatic Dance at Promenade Park. June 10th, Bar Street Farmer's Market. June 11th, again, is the Poetry Affair. So, yeah, uh, before we wrap up, I hope everybody's been doing well the last couple weeks. Uh, this has become a bit of a time marker for me, releasing these episodes every two weeks. And it's been good for me in that aspect. Uh, it's been uh, some shaky times here and there, I gotta admit, but I am faring for the better, and I hope that you are too, and I hope that if you aren't, that, uh, as the Grateful Dead said, if your cup is... Uh, if your cup is empty may it be full again something like that i don't remember the words right now i'm not playing the guitar and singing it so uh the let's see something that did happen in the last two weeks i saw this really cool band they're called the fifth house they're from columbus ohio i really enjoyed their music they came to fort wayne and played live and it was an awesome performance that they put on so much so i looked them up and was jamming out to their music all day the day after at work so i reached out to him and asked if i could play one of their songs on the show and they said yes so to close out today's episode here is no more room by columbus ohio's very own the fifth house enjoy Black stars washed up wife crying for her lost time